Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the PPC Chat Roundup. In today's episode, we have Julie taking us on a very like, yeah, one of these topics based on a chat webinar that happened by Google, a new announcement that happened by Google last week. And this we're going to be talking about Google's search on 2022 announcement and what it means for PPC. Or is it Google search on 22 announcements? 22 announcements? I'm going to guess a search on 2022 announcements and what it means for PPC. Yeah, bless Jenny, who's the ad liaison of Google. She tried to get me to join like a round table with I'm sure some other amazing experts, but it was the day before my PPC Live UK event, which happened on the 29th, which went amazingly, like blow my mind successful just blow my mind well so it it just went so well so I'm glad that I saved up my energy to be able to be ready to receive all that the other amazing audience members over a hundred of them last week so that was a really nice but that means yeah unfortunately I couldn't make any of the real chats I started listening to the Google search on 22 announcements at that was like early in the evening and yeah, it was interesting to hear a lot of things about retail and um, image search. Image search was featured a lot, which is the one that I found very interesting. But anyway, we are going to talk about that, our thoughts about it, what we took out of it, what we're nervous about, what we're excited for. So yeah, hope you enjoy. Hello and a warm welcome to this episode of the PPC Chat Roundup, a podcast where I round up the Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5pm GMT. I'm your host Anu and I'm recording from my studio here in London, UK. And I use this platform to share not just expert but also my ideas and considered best practices about paid media and the direction the digital industry is going in. So if you want to keep up to date with my tips and tricks in the industry and get the latest on the podcast that has been called your go-to, even if you don't make it to the PPC chat live discussions and even if you do then like follow share and retweet on that right Twitter with, with my handle the marketing Anu or join us in our LinkedIn group which is the PPC chat roundup podcast or if you're on Instagram why don't you check us out at PPC chat underscore roundup to get quotes and snippets from previous episodes so yeah we have Julie Bacini taking us on a very timely topic as I said last week there was a webinar that was run by Google topic today is Google search on 22 announcement and what it means for PPC that's what we're going to be talking about led by Julie she shares a few links that summarizes what went on the Google search on 22 event and yeah I will be sharing those links that's some from think with Google a couple from search engine land of course they've already done uh, a roundup of the updates you should expect from this event and a blog from Google themselves so yeah we'll be sharing that in the show notes so check that out but yeah as usual she goes how are we doing so nice roll call we have Dan Patterson joining us saying good morning I actually have time to lurk and participate today doing well over here we also have a a few people Ashton Clark I, I believe joined us as well as Kirk Williams uh, Julia Vice joins us as usual with a shit's creek uh, gif which is always funny as well as Fraser Andrews Diana Alina Andrew McGarry as well joins us uh, yeah as I said Ashton Clark he joins as well so yeah let's get into the questions actually no before 
we get into the questions and that's actually how Julie starts this next tweet. She goes, this chat is intended for PPC professionals of all levels. If you have something you want to share, please do. We are a friendly and supportive community. Please don't be afraid to participate. Lurkers are, of course, our lurkers and listeners of the podcast. If you don't have time to join this chat live, you're always welcome to. So, yes, thank you for joining, especially on this episode to all my listeners today. So let's get into it. Question one, what was your overall impression of or reaction to the things that were announced or discussed? Some were features that have been announced previously, previously, such as multi-search. Yes, that was definitely announced before. My general announcement was that, I don't know, and announcements are not about keywords. I tend to kind of phase out. I really feel like, yeah, I guess we're moving towards, I feel like I am still dragging my feet with our shift to, whatchamacallit, with our shift to multi-search and image search and being able to use a camera and be able to use camera lenses for search. They, there was really a, a, a heavy push on that one or heavy mention of that. Diana Lina responds saying it was more interesting for me as a user rather than as an advertiser, though as an advertiser, it may be interesting on how short videos on Google search will help me increase my overall performance. John Lee responds saying seem to be all shopping and course search announcements, not much in the way of additional features for those not in e-commerce or SEO, unless I missed something. Daniel Vardy goes, for the most part, it looks like one, Google is afraid of losing search traffic, particularly shopping and Gen Z. Two, they want to keep everyone in the Google ecosystem and not send traffic to site as much as possible. Three, push black box, Pmax and broad to everyone. Uh, And John Lee gives another answer saying business messages is interesting, but doesn't seem to have a broad use case, at least not yet. I have a question about that coming up. Julie says, oh, interesting about messages. Julie gives the answer to the question one saying, was shopping, shopping, shopping. It really was. Yeah, which is as a customer is kind of interesting, but as a lead gen PPC, uh, a resigned path for the course, I guess. Andrew McGarry goes, yeah, maybe they think if they show product ads everywhere, we'll visit Amazon less yeah Julie responds to that saying it's interesting to me too that they refer to inspiration and discovery as something they view as happening through search it is the classic capture versus generating demand issue search doesn't generate demand it only captures it something I mentioned earlier on today I totally agree Andrew goes that's how they are framing less desirable ad inventory with much lower ROAS inspiration and discovery Dan Patterson goes I had to explain this recently right phrase andrews goes yeah hi guys felt the announcement was fine but can't feel can't help but feel from any advertiser's perspective that we just need more transparency everything seemed to be expected yeah more transparency would definitely be useful and then yeah do we have more answers to question one i think yeah we have ashton clark going seen super heavy on shopping yep and organic search updates which might not be as relevant or impactful to a ppc that's mostly focused on b2b or lead gen it was interesting but not necessarily surprising to hear the emphasis on multi-search again as well although yeah they did do another event today my friend petia who's going to be talking at the next ppc live uk at the shard on the 24th of November. Yeah, she's she was at a Google lead gen specific event. It seemed very exclusive. They didn't really, you know, make 
much big announcement of it. I wouldn't have known it was happening until Petya put a an image of Google on her LinkedIn timeline and me, yeah, me, you know, happening upon it. So yeah, Google, what's up with that? You don't even announce the lead gen events that you're doing. So yeah, all about the shopping, eh? Anyway, Julie takes us on to question two, saying there was a huge emphasis on images and their role in search. Yes. What are your thoughts on this? Are there challenges for the brands you're working with that you expect to face or a more image focused search experience? Are there challenges for the brands you're working with that you expect to face for a more image-focused search experience? Daniel Vardy responds, it's all about taking away more real estate from free organic to squeeze more paid clicks. Images will work well for a lot of businesses, but B2B, I imagine the next steps would be to incorporate some 30-second video reel in search. Oh, please, no. God, yeah, and Julie goes, I hope not. I hate video if I'm not specifically searching for video content. Probably a generational thing. I'm squarely Gen X. Yeah, I'm squarely millennial. John Lee goes, yeah, the Microsoft advertising has already shown that video extensions can be deployed in a tasteful way. Not a huge traffic booster, but if you have something worth sharing, it can work to aid in awareness and engagement. Julie continues, I'm sure for some it is positive. It is a positive for me. It's absolutely not something to think about in your marketing relative to your target demographics and daniel goes at some point we'll all be forced to use pmax where you have no control over demographics lord i feel i and i hope that is why they're not forcing pmax on every search type campaign yet because hopefully they're waiting to to give us control over demographics and biddings and how we want to navigate that and yeah bit adjustments anyway just upload all your assets cross your fingers and hope machine learning does the work to meet your goals daniel continues and yeah julie responds with a sad and crying emoji <laughs> yeah john lee goes i don't watch a lot of video either keep my phone muted lol but i've seen enough positive use cases for video that i get it mm, interesting yeah that with a yeah with a pinch of salt i i take that advice julie responds images are great for products and better for some kinds of products than others to be sure but what about services not everything can be encapsulated in an images in an image and not every brand has quality images available for or the budget to get them and Dania, Diana responds to question two, saying happily, they, there are not challenges for the brand I'm working with to face a more image-focused search experience. A challenge may be with the requirements for extra visuals, but I see this as a minor challenge more prominent in the early stages. Andrew McGarry goes, yes, it's overdue as desktop numbers fall off a cliff in e-com and scrolling swiping is a default behavior. Ugly text links are a legacy hangover. Fraser Andrews responds saying that I like it personally, but I'd like to see more collaboration with image or content services. Smaller brands rely on things like Canva. So without highlighting these companies, it can appear a bit, a bit gatekeepery technical term <laughs> gatekeepery. I remember that Julie responds also curious about what may happen when brands use stock imagery because they don't have their own high quality images. John Lee goes, it still works in my honest opinion. One of the reasons Microsoft's collaboration with Shutterstock is a smart move. So yeah, I wonder who's going to collaborate with Canva. I'm sure there've been loads of people knocking on their door to collaborate. I wonder. 
And then we have Fraser Andrews responding to the question too, saying, do think, dare I say, that Bing is actually leading the way here with multimedia ads? Ooh, leading the way, I'll Google our Bing ads. Oh. Ashton Clark then responds to question two, saying, yeah, I feel like there could be a bigger push from the Google reps to add image extensions and opt into dynamic image extensions. Oh, really? People, the sales reps are not pushing something that is a Google product. Lord, do not tell Google or their bosses. <laughs> they might be fired for that. Automated dynamic extensions, I'm not as keen on, but would also be interested to see if they add something else like video extensions. Please don't add video extensions. And he continues, a challenge we run into with image extensions is getting disapproved for you disapproved for using logos or having text or graphics overlays. So moving forward, we'll probably need more general imagery from clients to ensure we have creative that gets fully approved. And then we have Julie taking us on to question three, saying the Google search on 2022 event was very retail and shopping centric in the features and functionalities that were highlighted. What are your thoughts and reaction to reactions to this? I know what her thoughts are going to be considering she does lead gen, especially. <laughs> so that's what we're going to go into. Julie answering question three saying, yes, as a lead gen PPC who does a fair amount of B2B work, I am used. I'm used to feeling invisible when these events happen, but the complete lack of anything significant for service businesses continues to baffle me john lee goes agreed spending a ton of dollars on b2b where's the love nickel father goes yes preach julie goes every year a little part of me foolishly hopes maybe this is the year that google realizes the market potential of really offering great ad features to b2b and every year i am disappointed oh bless julie and then we have Andrew McGarry responding to question three saying Google are paranoid about Amazon. So ignoring B2B is why LinkedIn has stealthily powered its way into the pole position for many. It's a mistake and I am not sure how they solve it or even want to solve it. Julie goes, I think they are also worried about TikTok. But yes, clearly Amazon is a huge competitive worry for Google. And these features are an attempt to pull attention away from Amazon as a search engine. Andrew McGarry goes, yes, YouTuber, YouTube Shorts is becoming super aggressive and the UGC Video streaming monopoly is under genuine threat. Isn't competition wonderful? They might have to be a bit nicer to creators. John Lee goes, which is crazy given the sheer volume of B2B searches happening every dying day. Yes, massive oversight. Amaya responds to, I think that's this response to question three saying, isn't the business messages features that will be rolled out more geared towards addressing that? I am curious if that will be part of conversion action. Yeah. Next question is <laughs> about business, business messages. I think that was mentioned earlier. And uh, Melissa McKee, who I know is purely yeah, B2B, Lee Jango is not surprising, very little for B2B as always and then yeah we have julie taking us on wait before we go there <laughs> look at me wait and jimmy goes in response to question three saying as an fyi wanted to share this blog post which has a look at some of the ads updates coming for search including business messages and more so yes there is some love coming from for b2b so yeah let's hope i'll add that in the link for the show notes and let's hope that is useful for b2b and lead gen guys and so we have Julie taking us on to question four. In addition to being shopping focused, it seems like many of the announced functionalities are also heavily for mobile. What are your thoughts 
on this. Daniel Vardy goes, yeah, not something new. Most of the features Google released for a long time now are mobile focused. They see the data. They know where most people spend their time. I think B2B is the last surviving member of desktop searches. So yeah, we, we, there's a lot more of mobile. So why not? Melissa responds to question four saying this ties into the B2B discussion. B2B takes place on desktop more than e-com does yes it does and there are zero mentions of desktop whatsoever it is still super important for b2b and the omission was glaring yeah all the stuff the the demonstrations was being done in terms of a you know google lens is with your phone you can't really do that walking around with your laptop it's all about mobile search so yeah we're definitely deep in talking about how everything is on mobile now. Andrew McGarry Rose goes, if I ran an e-com brand, I would ban desktops from the office. Eat your own dog food. I'd go full on Alan Partridge, mobile phone holder on every desk instead. <laughs> and then we have Julie responding to question four saying a lot happens on mobile, but a lot also doesn't. Again, it feels like such a massive blind spot. People don't do their work on their mobile devices. On their mobile devices, shocking. <laughs> they do work on computers and then do searches while on those same machines. Yes, which is huge for B2B especially, right? You're not going to start looking for, you know, like, like uh, whatchamacallit, business partners and business tools and these kind of stuff. Yeah, maybe some on mobile but a lot is better to be tested on desktop julie then goes on to question five saying business messages also was also discussed where searchers can initiate a text chat right from an ad what are your thoughts on this feature read google's resource on business messages here i will be sharing that link as well loads of links to share melissa goes business messages feels like a flat out copy of linkedin conversation ads which for us have had very limited success the b2b space is too complex to take place over these types of chats, uh, chats. Julie responds to question five saying, the idea of being able to start a chat from an ad or business listing is intriguing. I have to wonder about the feasibility for businesses to respond to them in instantaneously. Younger users won't call to ask a question, so you need a text system to reply. And then Ashton Clark responds to question four saying, kind of echoing what others have said, mobile optimization is obviously important, but not every search happens on mobile, especially for B2B or lead gen. Ignoring desktop seems like a missed opportunity. He continues also, maybe I'm trying to give them some benefit of the doubt. I wonder if Google uses mobile as kind of a first testing ground before rolling new features out to get desktop. I, I believe that as well. I, I, I'm inclined to agree on that so yeah let's hope that there's some of these things that they're actually going to roll out to desktop that they've only started on mobile in response to melissa where she said that business messages feels like a flat out copy of linkedin conversations the b2b space is too complex to take place over these types of chats julie goes even for businesses even for businesses where it seems like an easy fit how does it work on a practical level a restaurant or local store who is answering the texting inquiries in real time can you set a schedule for when business messages are available to that seems key melissa goes i was assuming some of the responses were pre-programmed 
or automated, I don't know, who is going to be able to answer these chats in real time. Yeah, Julie goes, that would make sense, but is Google providing that technology or does the biz need a third party tool to handle this type of chat inquiry? This will matter too for adoption or use for many, many businesses, or they now have to hire a special person specifically just for that, you know, additional support person. Melissa goes for LinkedIn conversations. It's built into the LinkedIn technology, but it's convoluted to set up. That's partly why it has limited use. Andrea Cruz responds, do you think LinkedIn's recent ad format might be closer to what B2B marketers want, aka document ads? And we will go to what I believe is the last question, question six, where Julie goes, is there something that you were hoping would be talked about that was not discussed at search on 22? I'm not sure whether there are any answers of what expectations were. It was a brand new event. I didn't even realize it was happening until Jeannie brought it to my attention. Daniel Vardy, those response to question five saying, I've used these for some car supplies and it was pretty good. This is pretty much a copy from LinkedIn and Facebook. It makes sense for Google. The end of the day, sending traffic to site means Google loses visibility and has gaps in tracking. They don't want that. And then we have Ashton Clark responding to question five saying, in theory, I think it's a good idea and worth testing. In practice, though, I'm not sure how many use cases there are for this in B2B or lead gen. I also don't know if many businesses will be able to set it up and monitor so they actually respond to people quickly. They're going to need to hire a new person for that, I believe. To question, answer question six, Julie and Melissa take the lead on this. Julie goes, my, ent- my eternal hope for B2B was once again not realized. Maybe at next year's Google Marketing Live, hey, a girl can dream. And Melissa pretty much mirrors the answer anything for b2b haha john kagan responds to question four saying remember when everyone thought tablets were the wave of the future huh yeah not really majorly for search i'd say john kagan then responds to question five saying this is actually an old extension that is being resurrected really on paper seems good but was only ever good for customer service and if they had specifically someone i'd say he also responds to question six saying why Pmax is so difficult to work with and how they will make it more transparent. Ha, and making anything transparent from Google. They're just going to plead data privacy, guys. Ashton Clark responds to question six saying would have been nice to get some features or updates that were more impactful for B2B lead gen or service companies rather than almost exclusively focusing on e-commerce shopping. But I wasn't holding my breath for that. LOL. Yeah, you'd be holding it for a long time and possibly passing out. And on that note, we come to the end of our chat. Oh, I've just seen all oh, a Swido giving, <laughs> releasing the the article I put together, well, I answered some questions and they have then written an article about it. So that's Swido. If you follow them, you'll see some talk mentions about the tips I give about, yeah, being at Brighton SEO and how to enjoy it. Network, 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 network. I'm going to bring business cards tomorrow so that you guys do not have a chance to forget me or the things that I'm working on outside my nine to five. Anyway, on that wonderful note, I hope you've taken some great takeaways. Yeah, if you are have if you have any more questions or you want to chat more about this topic, I'm sure on Thursday there's gonna be a Twitter spaces chat. Yes, I'm looking at that tweet right now. Oh on Friday. Oh not on Thursday. Friday is going to be the Twitter spaces 
chat is going to October 7th, Friday, 12 p.m. Eastern time. That's going to be 5 p.m. UK time. So yeah, join Julie on Friday for the Twitter Spaces chat. If you want to chat more about, you know, this Google search on 2022. If you have any questions or any objections about anything I've said or corrections of stuff that I've, I've said, please find me on Twitter. My handles are, my handle is Adam at the marketing anu i'm open to feedback and to, yeah to discuss any of these topics i've shared it will also be great for all my long-standing and brand new listeners to give the podcast a review so it would really help um, for the growth strategy and to give an indicator that yeah this is worth listening to so if you go to linktree.com forward slash ppc chat underscore roundup so that's l-i-n-k-t-r-e-e.com forward slash ppc chat underscore roundup it will give you all the links on where you can leave a rating or a review on spotify all you have to do is give it a four or five you know out of five <laughs> if that's how you really feel i do not want to influence your views also we've got the third ppc live uk event coming up on the 24th of november please yeah put down your your calendars go buy a ticket now if you want it's only about 16 pounds um but yeah you to get that go to well go to ppcliveuk.com i don't know why i keep going the beat the bitly uh, link if you go to ppcliveuk.com you'll see the link that'll take you directly to where you can buy a ticket so yeah Finally, remember, for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly, there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface. So keep your swans kicking. Bye and speak to you next week.